0: Back episode number three, a day late, but we made it. We had to watch that terrible Miami Heat performance last night and had to push it back one day. Um, as we've started the last two podcasts, my left screen today, Mr. Cody Covers uh, knows everything about every sport, and my man on the right, Dom Stefanacci, dominating fantasy football leagues across the country. Cody, we are going to start with you. A tough loss last night for the Miami Heat. Um, Denver looks good. Nikola Jokic, 30-20-10 game, first time in NBA Finals history. Uh, How do you stop that guy? Can you stop him? I mean, what do you do?
1: Can't can't stop him, bottom line. Um, You got to let him get his. He's going to get his. He's one of the greatest players I've ever watched play the game of basketball, and I'm not trying to sell him short at all. Like, he's going to be on my Mount Rushmore at the end of the day. Um, but you can't stop him. I think that the key in this series, it's 2-1 now. I think the key in the series is to stop Jamal Murray. Bottom line, we can't let that guy get hot. They don't let that guy get hot. They got a chance. Other than that, they let Jamal Murray in that two-man game get going. It lights out, man. We really need to protect home court tomorrow, and I think that they will. Uh, Jimmy's going to look to be more aggressive. Um yeah, I, I really trust them to tie the series up tomorrow 2-2. Too, too. Well, we all know we
0: are rooting for the Heat. Before we hop into it, today's episode, we are going to be breaking down the top 20 quarterbacks. We are going five at a time for our viewers. Um, we'll give some input there in the AFC West as well today. Before we hop into that, some big news around the NFL today. Dalvin Cook has been released by the Minnesota Vikings. It was Alexander Madison season over there in Minnesota.
2: Dom, what do you think of that move? Uh, I don't think I saw that one coming. It was kind of a shock to me. Uh, Maybe they just didn't want to pay him the money. I get that. Maybe they have faith in Madison. I'd like to see how it pans out. Maybe uh, sneak in a little Madison on my team this year. We'll see.
0: I I tried to do it with uh, Gus Edwards a couple years back when I think it was uh, J.K. Dobbins got hurt, and then uh, Gus Edwards went down right behind him, unfortunately. So we will see what happens there with Dalvin Cook. There's a few good guys there in the free agents, so we are going to have to wait and see kind of who picks up those guys. But let's hop right into it today. Um, I think we started with Dom last time. So, Cody, we are going to start with you. Um, Top 20 quarterbacks, we're going to go with your first five now, um, and then we'll break that down. So let's get the uh, let's get this episode going here.
1: Yeah, first five: um, one coming off a Super Bowl last year, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Two, we're gonna go Josh Allen. Three is gonna be Lamar Jackson on my list. Four is gonna be Joey Burrow, Mister Smooth himself. And number five, rounding out the top five, is gonna be Jalen Hurts. All right.
0: So returning to form. Patrick Mahomes at one. Um, just talk a little bit about him. Obviously dude's incredible, um, different, kind of a different receiving core this year. Um, kind of the same, but Sky Moore, he loses McCole Hardman's. He loses a few guys like that. I think Juju is gone. He's with new England now. Um, how do you think Patrick Mahomes is going to fare this year?
1: I think that he's going to do perfectly fine. Andy Reid's going to have something drawn up for whoever they have out there on the field. Um, I hope to see Kadarius Tony a lot this year, but we'll see with him. Um, I, I, if that dude could stay healthy, I mean, he can, he can put up a campaign. Um, also we're waiting for another guy, DeAndre Hopkins. That's really interesting. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Uh, but Patrick Mahomes, I think is a consensus. Number one, uh, there's no debate.
0: Yeah, I mean the what what can you say about the guy right? Probably the best in the league, um yeah. most talented. That's why the Chiefs are kind of at the top, right? Um, yep. I did I was a little surprised with your two there. Josh Allen, the Madden cover athlete himself this year. Um <laughs> any the yep, the cover cursed. And he, you know, especially having I think he had a league high 17 interceptions last year as well. So how do you think Josh Allen's ba- j- bounces back this year?
1: Hey, curses are a real thing in sports. Am I right? You know? Um, but there's all, always going to be that those guys and those teams that break them, just like you know the O4 Red Sox, um, whenever they did, you know the great curse of the Bambino. Everybody said it. Look what they did. They won a championship, then they won, you know, uh, some more. So I, I think that he can definitely. I think he's going to have a great campaign this year. I think he's going to be in the conversation MVP again. Yeah, I mean, especially the and then rounding out your top
0: five. I mean, you can't really go wrong with any five of those guys. Lamar no. Jackson coming into a big contract year. No. Joey Burrow with some massive over there.
1: Lamar finally with a wide receiver one. I hope to see him healthy. OBJ we're talking about here. Yep. Um Odell Beckham. I, I hope to see him healthy. I hope to see Rashad Bateman healthy. I think if those guys stay healthy, I think Andrews can put up a tight end one or two season. Like, I have him as my tight end, too. And I yep. think that Lamar Lamar could easily end the season as uh, QB1, you know. So, and then same thing with Jalen Hurts at five. I think the same thing. Uh, so, you know, th- those five guys, I think those five for me are locked in the f- top five. Um, and then you can slot them really how you want them. But that's just how I got them right now.
0: Yeah, and uh, it's, it's tough, right? You, you never really know. You can't go wrong with any five of them. You kind of took the words right out of my mouth with the Lamar Jackson there, Rashad Bateman coming off injury, J.K. Dobbins wasn't really himself coming off injury yep. last year, Odell Beckham coming off the torn knee as well.
1: So they we just got that rookie too. Does. They just got that rookie too, Zay Flowers.
0: Zay Flowers, yep. So that Boston they College. weapons. They uh, Lamar Jackson demanded some of that. You, I feel like that was part of him re-signing with them. Hey, go out and get me some weapons, and they, well, uh, he, they sure do that.
1: He deserves it. He deserves it, so. He needs it. He needs it. So let's
0: get into your 6 through 10. We're actually going to do it a little bit different than we discussed before, but we'll get into your 6 through 10, and then we'll get into Dom's 1 through 5 and 6 through 10 right after. Let's hear your uh, 6 through 10 breakdown
1: here. Okay, yeah. So 6, I have uh, Justin Herbert. Uh, 7 is going to be Deshaun Watson. 8 is Justin Fields. 9 is Tua. And 10 is going to be Trevor Lawrence.
0: All right. The Lawrence coming in at 12. I, I want to talk about, I'm going to talk about two guys. You just mentioned, um, the first guy I do want to talk about coming in at your number seven, Deshaun Watson. Um, (laughs) obviously, you know, when he was a Texan, he was really good, right? Very good. Um, had that year off, um, and came back last year and really didn't look like himself. Um, I've been looking at, I've been, seen some video of him. He looks pretty good. He looks pretty good so far. He kind of does look like old Deshaun Watson. Um, how do you think he's going to fare? if he Can Can he get back to that Deshaun Watson, you know, MVP form? Or you still, you think it's just a totally different game that he's playing now?
1: Well, uh, just going off, I've been, I'm looking at my entire list right here. And if you had to ask the question to me, who is the possible breakout guy this year? That's going to be my guy, Deshaun Watson. I think that. He can easily slide into the top three mix, um, and then possibly be in the MVP mix. Um, I, I, it, it really. I think with half a year under his feet now, um, with him learning that 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 system over there in Cleveland, uh, Mari Cooper is bound to have a breakout year this year. I think with him again, they 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 shown flashes last year. You guys are both big on David Njoko, Njoku too. He should help him out big time this year. So, yeah, he's he's a he's a breakout he's a breakout candidate for me. I'd put him on the the freaking the boom the boom side of it. I'm I'm a I'm a big boomer on him. So yeah, and we
0: uh, I know we did our top twenty wide receivers last week. So far, um, it I think uh, Elijah Moore's over there in Cleveland now. It looks like that connection has been pretty nasty so far in camp. So. I'm definitely excited, you know, to see how Deshaun Watson fares this year. Um, my second guy that I want to talk about in your top ten, um, Tua Taiga Bailoa, obviously coming off some injuries last year that were pretty damn scary. Um, yeah. He's got the weapons to do it. Um, how much pressure do you think he's under this year, not only to stay healthy but to kind of make a playoff run with the Miami Dolphins, um, just depending – I mean, with all his weapons that he has over there?
1: Um, I just – with Tua, I just first I just hope that he's healthy. I just hope he stays healthy for this year. Um, but whenever he's on the field, that offense is is pretty deadly. It's a top top five offense in the league. Um, it was put in a big time fantasy numbers, and he was too actually. Uh, I I think that he's another one of those guys. I don't have him as, like you know. I don't have a ceiling as high as Deshaun Watson per se. But I have him as one of those guys too that can easily be seven, six fantasy finish this year. I just the, that offense around him, and you put Mike McDaniel behind this the saddle. I mean, to his I call him Tan Marino. I mean, that guy he's he's as accurate as can be. Um, he reminds me of Drew Brees. I think that no matter, I I think that the system has a lot to do with it. But I think he's just an accurate guy. And he's bulked up a little bit this year, so I'm really happy to see him a little bit bulked up and sized up to be able to take on the hits this year. But that team is going to be good, and that defense is good too. So
0: Yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of pressure on him this year. Um, like you said, a lot of weapons on offense, the defense to back it up. Yeah. Um, I think Miami does have a good year as long as Tua – um, I think he just needs to play decent football, but if uh, Tua can play like he did all that hype around him in college, um, Miami could be pretty damn good. He, to
1: he's a winner, man. He's a winner. Yeah. Uh, he's a winner. So
0: that's all you need. That is all you need. Yeah. And um, we'll see how he does, but top 10 looks good to me. We're going to move over to Dom's top five here. Um, and then we'll go six through 10, but Dom let's break down your uh, one through five
2: here. Same five guys, just different order here. Um, same, same with Cody here. We're going uh, Patrick Mahomes, number one. Jalen Hurts, two. Josh Allen, three. Joe Burrow, four. Lamar Jackson, five. Now, five. Yep.
0: Um, I mean, let's just let's just start it off. Obviously, Jalen Hurts uh, coming off a spectacular season last year. Um, you've seen what that offense did last year. I think it's a little bit better, um, this year, um, you see Jalen hurts kind of progressing a little bit more than he did last year, maybe as a thrower. Um, I mean, we already know what he can do with his feet, right? Um, what kind of year do you see Jalen hurts having this year?
2: MVP, no doubt. He's going to take over the league. I think he's going to have a lot, not a lot, but less turnovers. He'll make less mistakes. He'll continue leading that team, and I think he'll give Patrick Mahomes a run for his money at MVP this year. Um, It's going to be kind of coming up on the guys below him, with Josh and Lamar. For me, that's my race for MVP right now: is Mahomes, Hurts, Allen, and Jackson. So, but Hurts, Hurts is, is—I'm excited to see what he's going to do this year. I'm hoping I get him in the draft. We'll see. The tough thing is not going to be to reach for them. That's the key.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, just looking at the field, um, these top five guys are, these are the tier one guys, right? I think everyone below these are, they have to be your tier two guys. Um, but if you, it's tough to really say any bad things about any of those guys. Um, I, Lamar Jackson at five. I know you're a big Lamar Jackson fan getting the big contract. I think we just talked about it. Can his, you know, receivers stay healthy. Um, I would like to see Lamar be a little bit more accurate this year, just a little bit more accurate passer. I think he kind of relies on running a little bit too much. Do you think the arrival of Odell Beckham Jr. is gonna just, you know, make him a little bit more comfortable in the pocket to want to survey the field a little bit more rather than
2: use his feet? For sure. For sure. Um he's I mean, OBJ opens up the field more, which is crazy to say. Uh someone you can rely on. you can throw it. Ten feet with him, and he's gonna he's gonna haul it in. Uh, we we've all seen the catch, uh, greatest catch of all time, second greatest catch. Sorry, uh, it's just Lamar is going to ball out this year. Especially he signed the contract. Now he's gonna prove it. He's gonna get a Super Bowl. Is it this year? I'm thinking two or three more years. He's getting close though. He's getting real close. Now that he's got OBJ and Zay Flowers, I think the field is open, and they're not going to rely on his feet so much. If he can get better passing, that would be awesome, and it would take their team to the next level. But the fact for me is that they go for it on fourth down. They're not scared of fourth down. It's fourth and four. Lamar's like, nah, we're staying on the field. Let's go. Let's get this thing. Let's win a ball game. That's why he's up there. He gets an extra down. He runs the ball. He breaks loose. I mean, two years ago when he was healthy, he was fifty yard to touchdowns on fourth down. It was like, come on, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, he, he's
0: quite the talent. You I mean, I'm you both know this. I'm big on mobile quarterbacks. I just think it just adds a whole different asset to the game. Um, there aren't many the the pocket style quarterback just isn't really a thing anymore, right? It's it's very rare. You do have a few guys like that still in the NFL that are decent, but a lot of these guys that that are just pocket passers that don't really have that mobility. Um, just aren't really successful, very inconsistent as of late. Um, but obviously top five is solid. Let's get into your six through ten here, Dom. Um, break that down for us.
2: All right, here's where it's gonna shake up a little bit. <laughs> we got six, Trevor Lawrence, seven, Justin Fields, eight, Justin Herbert. This is my this is my projection of the year. Nine, Jared Goff. And ten Dak Prescott. All right, let's
0: let's get right into Jared Goff. A lot of a huge step last year, I thought. Um, Detroit was not Detroit was not crappy, right? That was good. Um, A huge step up for them last year. Kind of showed glimpses of what kind of team that they're on their way to be. Um, Just talk about Jared Goff. Obviously, he has a Ross, St. Brown. They did have. They lost both of their running backs. They gained David Montgomery. They also got that Jameer Gibbs in the draft. Um, how do you think Jared Goff is going to do this year? Do you? How do you think he progresses,
2: obviously? I think he takes that next step. I think he takes them to second in division, maybe even first. Last year was a big step. We all got to see him on HBO. I, I'm pretty high on him, obviously. He's in my top ten. The thing about them, though, is that in the team is that they don't stop the pressure. They're always on the ball. They're always audible in and going downfield and doing the next play. And then their led. their head coach is a, is a beast, man. Uh, can't I can't talk about him enough, but Jared Goff strictly, he's accurate. Um, I believe well, he was a, the first pick in the draft. Oh, Jared Goff. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think he was one or two. Yeah. One or two. I think he was one, one or two. One. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't. I don't think he did a terrible job with the Rams. And now that he's kind of away from the L.A. spotlight, now he's in Detroit, and it's kind of, it's not as glamorous. It's kind of hard-nosed football, and I, I think he's embracing that, and he's gonna embrace it even more this year. Yeah. I, I got him, I got him throwing for over. 4,200 yards this year with a lot of, with a lot of touchdowns. He was one, he was one. Yeah. Now, do do you
0: think that strictly do, do you think their backfield is better this year or do you think they took a step back? David Montgomery obviously did very well for Chicago. You bring in Jameer Gibbs, who is going to be very appealing, right? A good pass catcher. Um, So he's got a lot of promise, you know, coming into his rookie year. Do you think that backfield is a little bit better this year, or do you think they kind of took a step back from having, you know, Swift and Williams?
2: Hard to tell. Hard to tell. Swift was hurt a lot last year. He was battling stuff on a snap count. All this stuff, man. It was tough on the fantasy bus, let me tell you. (laughs) Um, Anyways, I think they'll run the same kind of deal. It depends on how David Montgomery comes over. Can he catch the ball out of the backfield? He showed a little bit about with that with Chicago. But – yeah, they'll do. I think they'll they'll a it. They'll go. Jameer Gibbs is a pass catcher, and David Montgomery is going to be your third down running back and just or first and second down back. And then Gibbs will come in on third downs and catch the ball out of the backfield. Now, if David Montgomery can catch the ball out of the backfield, then I think yes, they're going to be a lot better than last year. But the the year um, Williams had last year was the touchdowns he scored was incredible. Yeah, Swift Swift will get him to the one, and then. Well, you just punch it in. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah I, I I think you're right. Uh, I think that, you know, it is the Lions are definitely I think everyone's excited to kind of see what they have this year. Um, I do want to get into your number six, um, Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, he's got his whole offense back. They added Calvin Ridley. Um, I know they traded for him last year, but they get him in that wide receiving core as well. Um, what can you kind of expect from Trevor Lawrence? Um, this year we saw the glimpses last year. Do you think he takes another step up?
2: I think he takes one, maybe two steps. He's good, I think he's going to lead that offense. Calvin Ridley took a year off for breaking some rules. He's a key piece in an offense, man. He was pretty good over there in Atlanta, um, with in the personnel they have over there he's going to make better choices. He threw, I want to say like three or four interceptions in the end zone in the red zone last year. I don't think that happens as much. He's going to use his feet. They're going to, he's going to step up. Yeah, Young team, young team over there. Um, obviously me being
0: up here and, uh, me being up here in Jacksonville, I'm kind of tired of hearing about it, um, about how good this team's going to be this year. Um, so I'm, I'm ready to see it. Um, we'll get into, we'll, we will, we will get into my top 10 here. Um, I will break down my first five. This is going to be a little bit shocking to both of you. Um, same five, let me, I think.
2: Let, let me hear Justin Fields.
0: Same five, actually. So no, no, uh, no, Jay Fields. I, uh, I did a little bit of research today. I, I got a late start with this, but my number one is going to be Joey Burrow this year um we'll get into that here in a second my number two is going to be Jalen Hurts my number three is Patrick Mahomes my number four is Lamar Jackson and my number five is Josh Allen um Joey Burrow I mean that's going to be the first question right why is he there um I'm a mobile quarterback guy so I, I am going to be that guy to take a Lamar Jackson or a Josh Allen or a Jalen Hurts over Joey Burrow, Justin Fields. I probably would take him over Joey Burrow too, just for fantasy purposes. Um, I just think that I think that he is the most talented quarterback in terms of um, throwing the football. His fantasy seasons over the past few years have been stupid. Um, I think Jamar chase is going to have another big year for him. T Higgins is going to have a big year for him. Um, I just think that, that Cincinnati offense is going to be, is going to be dynamite this year. So that's kind of why I had him there at one, um, Josh Allen did drop to five. Um, to me, he took a step back last year. I know, I think you both are still pretty high on him and I'm on, I'm high on him as well. Um but I just think that his, he does have throwing troubles. Um, and for some reason that just kind of made him drop down my list. Um, the other three guys, Jalen Hurts, Mahomes and Lamar, obviously they have a little bit, um, you know, the, what can you say? You really can't say much, many bad things about the the top five that we all have, but um, you know, Jalen Hurts, he's mobile. He's, he's my guy. I'm a Philly guy. As you guys know, I say it all the time, but Um, I think he takes a big step up this year with that, with that dynamite offense, Pat, Pat Mahomes. I mean, there's no, it's Patrick Mahomes. If he's not in your top, if he's not your one, you're stupid, but, and he's not my one, but um, you know, I I like taking risks. Um, And then Lamar Jackson, obviously healthy offense, big deal. I
2: expect big things coming out of him. Here's a question Um, for you. Do you think the Madden curse is real? Is that why he slipped down so much?
0: So, that's not as much of the reason why Um, my first reason why is just, like I said, I think he took a little bit of a step back last year um, with his accuracy. He can throw the ball a mile, um, but his big thing coming out of Wyoming was, can he be accurate? Um, He's shown glimpses of being very good. He's been very accurate. And then he shows sometimes that he's not so he's not so good. Um, Obviously he, his feet, he can rely on his feet. Um, But really the second big thing of why he kind of dropped down is Buffalo didn't do much on offense. I know they didn't mean to, I mean, they didn't need to, Um, they did lose like Devin Singletary. Um, James cook will take over the backfield. I'm hopefully I'm seeing reports right now. James cook and Dalvin cook could reunite together. That would be pretty cool. Um, So if, if Dalvin cook does get over there, I mean, that's going to help out Josh Allen's fantasy value for sure. Um, But that we'll just wait and see on that. Um I'll break down my 6 through 10. This is going to also be a shakeup. Um my number 6, you guys know it's coming, Justin Fields. Um number 7, Trevor Lawrence. Number 8, Justin Herbert. Number 9, Aaron Rodgers. And number 10, probably the biggest shakeup of my whole list, Kyler Murray is my Ooh. number 10. Um I'll I'll break that down right away. Um they're going to be probably one of the worst teams in the league. Um, I think everyone has them kind of at the bottom. Um, I think that fares very well for Kyler Murray, especially as a, as a fantasy football owner. Um, they're going to have to throw the ball a lot. I think there's a lot of pressure on Kyler Murray for them to be somewhat decent. Um, and his weapons aren't great. I, I mean, I don't think it's going to kind of be, I, I kind of see it as like a Lamar Jackson Um season like he had last year where it seemed like it was just Lamar out there. Obviously he had his Mark Andrews and that was really it. Right. Um, so I think a lot of pressure on Kyler Murray, I think he's going to be set up to make a bunch of big plays this year. Um, I mean, and let's be honest. I mean, Kyler Murray is, he's very athletic. Um, he's proven that he can be a very good quarterback. It, it seems like for a couple of years there, Arizona was right there on the cusp of being that playoff team. They just kind of, they couldn't jump over the edge um but that's just kind of why he sneaks into my top 10. Um Aaron Rodgers at 9, I think, you know, he's going into a, a pretty loaded Jets offense. I, especially if they can stay healthy. It's younger, but it's loaded. They got a lot of good pieces over there. I think Aaron Rodgers does have, you know, a good a good year left um or or two, so we will see there. Um Justin Herbert being at 8, I think Cody said it best last week when I asked him about why he didn't have Keenan Allen or any charger wide receivers on his list. I just think that offense is starting to slow down just a little bit. Um, You noticed it kind of last year. Um, I I think Justin Herbert is a good quarterback, but that that offense is so injury prone Um, still in the top 10, but just kind of slowly starting to move down my list just because of what they have going on over there. Do you guys have any other questions for me about my top 10? Anything that kind of surprised you guys? um in terms of just who made my list
1: yeah i i got a question Well, not a question i'm just curious it, that list six through ten who do you think can really surge to possibly throw their name in the head of mvp candid candidacy
0: so this is for me it's easy
1: right um
0: it's justin fields oh it's it's justin fields um I don't know if the Bears are going to be very good. I think they'll be, I think they're going to be better than last year. That's for sure. Um, I'm going to go on record saying this. This is going to be a very unpopular opinion. I think out of all the quarterbacks in football, I think Jalen Hurt, or not Jalen Hurts, excuse me, Justin Fields is the most, he has the most tools out of all of them. I think he's the best runner. I think he's the best runner that I've seen since Michael Vick. Um, I, I think that his running ability is is second to none. He's a big quarterback. Um, I don't worry about him taking those hits just because of how big of a quarterback he is. Um, I I'm really I'm super excited to see he has some weapons this year. His offensive line is getting a lot better. Um, so I'm really excited to kind of see what steps Justin Fields takes. I, I really think he's gonna take another huge step up this year. I would like to see him throw the ball a little bit better this year. You know, have over at least three thousand passing yards this year. I think he can do it with the additions of, you know, DJ Moore and some other guys. Um, but we will wait and see. But if I said, you know, who can be an MVP candidate or even like a top three guy, definitely Justin Fields for sure.
1: And then, um, and then one more follow up question on Justin Fields: it, Would you consider him an SEC guy or a Big Ten guy? Um. I he's
0: I think he's just top notch right like I think I think he's the best of the best so I think I heard your question do I consider him an SEC guy or a Big 10 guy um definitely an SEC guy right I think what he did and what he did at Ohio State was crazy right uh but being going to Georgia and he went to Georgia right and then transferred Yeah he's a no
1: man he's a dog no. Um one
0: I think I think where you start out is is who you are, and so really? I, I definitely consider him an SDC guy. Obviously, he played much better over in Ohio at Ohio State, but um, Justin Fields for me is that guy. So, um, what we'll do now is we're actually going to go to Dom. We're going to go eleven through fifteen here for you, Dom. Um, let's break that down. Let's get into that for you.
2: So, eleven, Deshaun Watson. Twelve, Tua Loa. Thirteen, Kirk Cousins. 14, Geno Smith. 15, Aaron Rodgers.
0: Aaron Rodgers. All right. So we've talked about Aaron. Um, let's actually talk about, let's talk about Kirk Cousins. Um, he, this guy takes, I, I would say other than Dak Prescott, I think this is what probably the most criticized quarterback in the NFL. It just, he always, his name always seems to come up, um, especially when Minnesota's really good and then they get into the playoffs and, and, and get smacked by somebody or they just don't look like, you know, how they look throughout the year. Um, Kirk Cousin has always seemed to be pretty consistent um, with his weapons over there. I mean, Minnesota should be pretty good. What kind of year do you see out of Kirk Cousins coming up here?
2: Hopefully the same year. I thought he did just fine last year. The big question mark for me, and it's it's been the knock on him for the whole time, is can he show up? when the lights are on and it's dark outside prime i if he's buying into it i don't know that's that's going to define his season they're going to be really good in the regular season he's going to throw for a bunch of yards he's got a bunch of weapons can he answer the bell yeah
0: yep i think i i think he's set up to have a big year as well um we definitely will see i i I'm i I'm a Kirk believer. I think he, he does what he needs to do. I, I don't, I don't understand the criticism sometimes, but um, definitely with those, with the help of, you know, the best receiver in football, I think Alexander Madison is going to have a big year um, just their weapons over there. TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. I mean, you can go on and on about that Vikings offense uh, quick follow-up question as well. Geno Smith um, coming in at 14 on your list. He did get a little bit of a deal this year. Um, I mean, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Jackson, Smith, and Jigba, um, and Kenneth Kenneth Walker coming back as well. I mean, that's quite a Big time. Too. Um, what kind of year do you see Geno Smith having?
2: Also tied in Noah Fane, Will Disley. He, he's he got the weapons too. It's going to be up to him. He had a great passing year last year. It's just he's a guy that can break out and get into the top 10 for me with the weapons he's got. Can he manage the game? Can he win his division? He's got a tough division. He's got a lot of things ahead of him. I don't know, but I'm high on him. I like him with the DK, the Jigba Smith, and Lockett. There's too much talent there to rule him out.
0: Yeah, I, that's, you said it best. That is a good division. Can Seattle make some noise over there um, in the West this year? It's definitely, uh, definitely wait to see. Um, let's get into your 16 through 20 here, and then
2: we'll break that down. So we'll go 16 is Stafford. Uh, 17 is Russell Wilson. 18 is Derek Carr. 19 anthony richardson and 20 is going to be kyler murray all right
0: so um my first question is russell wilson at 17 um when denver got him last year um i think they were prime time the first first their first game of the year um and uh, matter if they lost to Seattle, right? I think they lost to Seattle game 1 last year. Sure did. John uh, Payton over there in Denver. What do you think what benefits do you think Russell Wilson has with him kind of being back over, you know, getting getting there in Denver? What effect does Sean Payton have on Russell Wilson this year?
2: I think he brings the mentality he's going to have he had with Drew Brees, trust, opens up the field a different thinking than Nathaniel Hackett. He's going to open up the offense. He's going to get Javante Murray back or Javante Williams. I'm sorry. They're going to have a good year. He was, he came at 17. He, I thought he deserved to be higher, but I had a little salt in my mouth when I saw him and was ranking him from last year, just how kind of pathetic of a year he had to me. Yeah,
0: And that be I think the question is going to be, can Russell Wilson be a sleeper? He's going to be a late draft guy. I mean, there's just the year he had last year. He's going to be drafted late. Um, He he could be a sleeper in a lot of fantasy leagues this year. That's definitely a name to keep an eye on. Um, Another quick breakdown here, Anthony Richardson, obviously the number four overall pick, which I think took the whole world by storm. Um, What I mean, didn't play much in college, right? He didn't get many starts. Um, obviously the dude is athletic. He's projectable, he's athletic, um, has a strong arm. Um I mean, what do you kind of see out of him this year, especially in a Colts offense that, you know, may not be may not be that good.
2: This is probably a soft spot for Cody and he's probably on his list too. The reason the reason he cracked my list is because of all his talents, because he's a fast runner, because he can throw the ball. Because he didn't play so much in college. Now that he's in the NFL and he's got coaching, not saying he didn't have coaching over there, Cody, but he's gonna have professional coaching and they're gonna guide him and they're gonna make him watch film. And another big thing for me was his attitude. He's he's like, I'm your guy. Let's go. Let's can't wait to get to work. Let's go. Yeah. The biggest question mark I have for him, and it's kind of the similar theme with all these running quarterbacks how accurate is he going to be cuz i've seen him throw for me to the staircase right there and he'll throw it 100 miles an hour can he can he develop touch you don't always have to throw at 100 but we'll, we're going to find out and i think he's going to figure it out i think he'll have some of the performances that Justin Fields had running the ball wise and he's just going to just he's going to run people over and yes. it's going to be fun to watch
0: yeah. A lot so, of ke- I, I yeah, see his name pop up in a lot of keeper leagues. I see his name pop up in a lot of keeper leagues and these dynasty leagues as well. So I'm, I'm excited. You know, me with my mobile quarterbacks, I'm excited to see Anthony Richardson. I mean, Hey, he's got Jonathan Taylor. He's got Michael Pittman Jr. So he's got some guys over there that can play some ball. So hopefully that helps him out. Um, confidence is very key for a rookie quarterback. I mean, being the number four overall pick, you gotta be confident, right? So, um, we'll see what happens. It was definitely a controversial pick for a guy to develop at the number four pick, but I'm definitely excited to see Anthony Richardson play this year. Cody, we will get into your uh, 11 through 20. Let's actually break down 11 through 15, um, and we'll we'll get that going now.
1: 11, I have a Dak. 12 is Aaron Rodgers. 13 is going to be AR 15. Yeah. Anthony, Anthony Richardson. 14 is going to be Daniel Jones and rounding out 15 is going to be Jared Goff. All right.
0: So let's break down. I want to break down your 11 real Mm. quick. Dak Prescott. uh, We kind of had a big segment about him. um, Was that last week or week before, whatever it was, everything's blending together at this point, but um, got a good team, right? Got, got good weapons, got a good defense. Um, Dak Prescott has a lot of pressure this year. Um, he kind of sits there. I feel like around 10 every single year. Right. I feel like that's just kind of his, his spot for fantasy football. Um, I mean, do you see a breakout
1: year? Or do you just kind of see another Dak Prescott type year? Same, same kind of year He's just, it's going to be playing old Dak and the Cowboys with a uh, good old Mike man in the ship. So I don't see, I don't have, I, that's about as, I, that's about as high as I could put his ceiling. Right
2: there would be that spot. That's, very, yeah. very boomer bust, right? Seeming nothing like consistent too much. Four touchdowns or f- four interceptions, right? Yeah, that's
0: that's what I get from him. I mean, we'll see. I mean, Dak, he just always seems to just hover around that. I feel like ten, eleven, twelve spot every single year. So he's, I don't see.
1: He's about as mid as they come. <laughs>
0: yeah, when I remember you using that word uh, I, I believe last week so yeah. now this was a surprise to me now I know why you have it because you're a Florida guy you talk about Daniel Jones you talk about how much you like him and you just put Anthony Richardson in front of him at 13. Tell me why Anthony Richardson has just a little bit more appeal than Daniel Jones for you.
1: I just think with Anthony Richardson fantasy uh, aspect, his ceiling is higher than Daniel Jones. Um, I, I think that he can come in and be a top 10 fantasy quarterback right off the rip. I don't think his team has to be good necessarily. I think that he's going to make a lot of off-scheduled plays and get it done with his feet like he's done in Florida. And he's going to be faster than everybody on the defense. Wait till you guys watch this guy run. You want to talk about a runner and Justin Fields? Wait till you watch this guy run the ball. I mean, he looks like Mike Allstott, but, you know, throwing <laughs> the ball and a couple inches taller. So I just think just for ceiling alone, ceiling alone, I just, I had to put him up above Daniel Jones.
0: Yeah, he's definitely a good runner. We all know that. I think obviously passing is going to be the question mark. Shout out to Nick Busucci for making me take so many Anthony Richardson rushing total overs last year, watching games with him. So definitely I do want to say one more thing before we break into 16 through 20, and I could be wrong here, but he has two backup quarterbacks. Gardner Minshew is one. I'm pretty sure he's over there now. And I'm pretty sure Nick Foles is still there. Do you think
1: Anthony Richardson starts the year as the Indianapolis quarterback? I'm a big Pat McAfee guy. And they, obviously, they're like inside guys for the Colts. He's day one starter. No questions asked. He's day, he's well, day one starter. Okay.
0: I, I think everyone's excited. I mean, I think uh, with the controversy of the pick, people are excited about it. Too bad Gardner Minshew or Nick Foles can't teach him anything about running because those dudes are the total opposite of that. Um, but I think Anthony Richardson obviously has not much pressure. It's Obviously, we know he's a, he's kind of a project, but I think everyone's definitely excited to see what he can do. Um, Just, give me a
1: little touch. Just give me a little touch, and that's,
0: that's it. it. That's it. Uh, let's get into your 16 through 20 now, then we'll break that down.
1: Yeah, 16 is going to be Kirk Cousins. 17 is going to be Russell Wilson. 18 is going to be Geno Smith. 19 is going to be Kenny Pickett. And 20 is going to be, with a big question mark, Kyler Murray. All right. Um,
0: first big one, Kenny Pickett. I like him. Pittsburgh product, Pittsburgh Steeler. Um, young offense, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think George Najee Harris, George Pickens. Um, a few other guys, Pat fryer guys like that over Deontay there. Deontay Johnson. Yeah, oh, that's that's the big – that is their – I think George Pickens is their best receiver, but, you know – everybody
1: thinks, everybody thinks George Pickens is the guy, but go look Deontay at the numbers. And go look at the tapes. Deontay Johnson is that guy. He's gotten the most targets, dude, in, like, the past five years out of Deontay. anybody in the league.
0: No, I agree. I agree. I, he is definitely – he's definitely a under-the-radar guy, right? And it's, not bad, the guy, it's not a bad spot to be. You'll see him drop. You'll definitely see him drop in drop yeah. draft this year. It could also be a big steal. Um, third round I'm,
1: guy all day. I see him in the third round. I'm eating him up, dude. Fourth round, feed me him. Uh, that's you.
0: That's definitely not me. But I hey, I'll <laughs> to you, brother. Um, let's talk about Kenny Pickett. Um, eh, you're right. I, I'd say below average year last year. I don't think he did anything special. No, um,
1: he's so a rookie. Kinda,
0: yeah. What do you kind of see him doing this year, though? Obviously, it's he's his team. Better.
1: He was in his second year last year, but um, I see I see him and Mike Tomlin just building that trust. I see I've heard well I've I've done on Twitter I've seen that he's a really good worker. He does a lot of studying. He's in he hits the books all the time. He's the first one in the building, last one out of the building. I think that he leads his team. I've heard guys that played with him or have played with him st- uh, just stating that he's a leader. I think that. Um, I don't know numbers wise what he's going to do yet, but I think, like you hit, I mean, he's got the weapons to have a decent year and they have the defense to do it. They're going to have the ball a lot. And this, we'll see what Kenny Pickett's going to do in year two of starting. Yep. Yeah.
0: I, uh, Steelers fans like him. I know they were big when they drafted him. I know Steelers fans are really hyped about him this year. They said he's looked really good. It mm-hmm. seems like everyone looks good in camp, right? Yeah. Um, so we would we'll definitely wait and see, but, it seems like Kenny Pickett definitely is uh, prone to take that next step. Um, yep. Just a quick, we'll get into Kyler Murray real quick. I think I know why you put him on your list, but why Why does Kyler Murray crack your top 20 here?
1: Uh, just because of off-scheduled plays. I mean, we're all, we're all scrambling quarterback guys. We've seen what he can give us, what he can produce fantasy-wise in the previous season. I know he lost his guy in D-hop there, but uh, Marquise Brown should uh, fill the shoes pretty well, and he can be a number one um i i just he can he can make those off schedule plays and he can bust out a play i mean he could scramble around the field and then throw a 70 yard touchdown next play come down bust out a 40 yard tutty run so it's just for just straight out ceiling i i don't think he's gonna have a great year though personally i just had to put him on my list just to have him there yeah i mean we'll see a lot of uh not really pressure because they're not supposed to be good, but
0: yeah, um, I, you got to feel like he's going to have to do a lot for Arizona to be respectable. So I think yeah. that's why obviously he's in my top 10. I feel like that's why he's going to crack um, top twenties all, you know, pretty much for everybody. So yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll hop into my uh, t- top 20 here, or excuse me, my 11 through 20. We'll get into my 11 through 15. Now,
2: Dom, do you have any follow-up questions for Cody before we kind of move over here? I do. I do. Derek Carr, Cody. Why didn't he make your list? Well, I actually had him um, I
1: had him and Murray. I had him and Murray right there. I was gonna put a dash. I just did the running. It was really hard to put any NFC South quarterback on there, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just I even I'm a Tampa fan, I just I I couldn't I couldn't do it. So <laughs> I just couldn't do it, man. I know he could put up a five I know he could have a five thousand yard season, but let's see a healthy Michael Thomas first. Okay, you know, and let, let's, let's see, let's, let's, he's in his first year, first, first year of new offense, man, you know, so I don't see him having, I just don't see him having that kind of year. I don't.
2: Gotcha. Just, just curious.
1: All
0: right. So my 11 through 15 here, um, correct. Coming in at number 11 is going to be Mr. Daniel Jones. Um, number 12, I have Deshaun Watson. Number thirteen, I have Mister Kirk Cousins. Number fourteen, I have Mister Mid himself, Dak Prescott, and number fifteen, Tua Tagovailoa. Um, I think a lot of people are. Uh, this is going to be a surprise, Tua being at fifteen because of the offense that he has. Um, I'll be honest, I just think that's what kind of quarterback he is. I I don't. I, a lot of people like Tua. He's a competitor. You can't can't take that away from him. He's definitely a gamer. He's definitely a winner. Um, I just don't think. You know, I think his receivers make him look a lot better than he is. Um, I wasn't a big fan of him, especially coming out of Alabama. Um, I'm not big on left-handed quarterbacks, to be honest with you. They never really pan out. He's done pretty decent, but if he can stay, I just can't have him high on my list just due to what happened last year with those injuries. So. It definitely scares me a lot. Obviously, injuries happen, but we'll be, we're will be we going to see if Tua is even himself when he takes a big hit. You know, that first hit that he takes this year in-game, I think that's going to be a, a rude awakening for him because he literally took – he had a bad – that bad head injury last year. So we'll see if he recovers from that. Um, I will talk about Daniel Jones. I don't think we really have talked much about him. Um, I think he's going to have a big step up. I see Dom shaking his head there. He doesn't like Daniel Jones. I don't think he's a big believer of Daniel Jones. Um, But I think with the weapons that he has now receiving core-wise, not great. Um, But Darren Waller, Saquon Barkley, um, that's two pretty big guys to have, you know, by your side and as weapons. So we'll see if they add someone like a DeAndre Hopkins or something like that. But um, I think Daniel Jones is definitely going to take a step up. He's a gamer. I mean, you can't, you can't take away his competitiveness. He definitely, uh, and he's, he stays healthy. He stays healthy. He seems like he's always out there. So playing in a pretty tough division for the most part, but I think Daniel Jones takes some big steps. Um, anyone, you know, 11 through 15 that you guys have any comments about any questions.
1: Cody, go ahead. No, I was going to ask about Daniel Jones actually, and you hit it right on the head. Don?
2: I like the list good
0: um 16 through 20 here um 16 i have Derek carr 17 geno smith 18 mr anthony richardson himself 19 jared goff and number 20 matt stafford um i'm gonna break this is gonna be more of a question for you guys and myself (laughs) because this is weird um obviously bryce young cj stroud And we have Anthony Richardson is the only rookie that made all three of our lists. Um, So I'm going to break that down real quick. Obviously I think Anthony Richardson has more upside than Stroud and Bryce Young. Um, Bryce Young to me, he didn't make my list just because I don't know if you guys have seen clips of Carolina and what they're doing. He looks small, man. (laughs) He looks tiny. He looks smaller Uh, than Tyler. so, So Yeah. And obviously that doesn't mean anything. Uh, You can use your, you know, you can use your little Marcus Stroman quote. What is it? Height doesn't measure heart. Right. Um, So, and I'm a short guy, you know, I've been doubted my whole life, Um, but he's definitely, he doesn't have the size, right? He doesn't have the size. Um, and that worries me, especially with, you know, coming into the NFL. So we'll see if he can kind of stay healthy and what he can do. And then I'm a little worried about Stroud. Um, I just think Anthony Richardson is hopping into the best offense out of the three. Um, and I just like his upside rushing a lot more than those other guys. So that's kind of why he cracks my top 20 um, and him being the only rookie that that cracks my top 20. Um, I'll open it up to questions. Do you guys have any questions about my 16 through 20?
2: Who's, who's the guy off your list that could break into your top 15?
0: Off my list or in the top, you saying like in the top 20 or what? No, no, no. Who's,
2: who's 21 and up that could have a breakout here?
0: So this is actually, this is, it's not tough for me. Um, 21 was Russell Wilson. Um, I think that's a surprise that he was off my list, to be honest with you. I think he does take a big step, step up with Sean Payton. Um, it's definitely Russell Wilson, I think. You know, we said it at the top of the of the podcast. I think that guy, for everybody, could be an absolute steal in this year's draft. I mean, he was a few years back with Seattle. He was a top five guy, I believe. I think he was finishing top five. So um, he's got the weapons to do it. Um, we'll see. I mean, Sean Payton is going to definitely bring the best out of him. Um, as much as a goofball, they say that Russell Wilson is doing high knees on the plane and whatever else. But um, Broncos country. Broncos country. Let's ride, baby. Um, I think, I think I would say Russell Wilson would definitely be my guy to crack. Maybe even the top 10. Um, We'll we'll definitely see as the year goes on. But as of right now, that is kind of my top 20. Um, That was my next question for you guys. Um, Out of your top 20, maybe a guy that's a little bit lower, maybe a guy that's off. We'll start with Cody. Who Who do you think could have a breakout year?
1: Derek Carr, just because we've seen it before. Yeah, that's it. We've seen weapons,
2: man. It's they got
1: better. they got okay weapons, man. It just really just depends on. I mean, Olave's good, but I mean, I just <laughs> Michael Thomas could put together a campaign. Jamal Williams. Yeah, I mean, as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What Alvin about Camara? Camaros there? there. Is he playing? I don't know. He's up in the air still. I mean, they haven't. I don't know. All right. So
0: Derek Carr is Cody's
1: Dom. Who you got?
2: I'll give some love. To my. I'll give some love to, da- I'll give some love to Daniel Jones. Okay. Finally, if the giants go to the playoffs and make a run, it'll be because of him. If they don't make the playoffs, it's going to be because of him. It, it's up. Like I said, it's, it's up to him. Not high. in them not a big believer. I think Saquon will take much of the load. Ah, just doesn't move the needle for me. He's been there fourth, fifth year guy. Ah, I'm not sold. Do, can you, can you put any
0: blame on his receiving core? I mean, let's be honest.
2: That's I, part yeah, of the reason I, he doesn't have one.
0: Yeah. I, that's my big thing. I, I think there's a lot of pressure on Daniel Jones. Um, I just think the addition of Darren Waller, the more and more we, I actually look at this offense, I, I, I think I may have ranked Darren Waller a little bit low on my tight ends list just because I think of how crucial he may be the more and more I look. Uh, but, yeah, I think uh, I think he said it best. They'll definitely be a playoff team because of Daniel Jones. They definitely won't be a playoff team because of Daniel Jones. So we'll see how he does. I'm surprised that was your uh, sleeper. I know you're not high on him. So uh, definitely excited to see how Daniel Jones plays this year. Obviously, Russell Wilson is going to be my sleeper for the 2023 season. Um, we are closing out of our top 20 quarterback segment. Do you guys have any closing comments? We'll start with Dom if you do have anything or any questions.
2: Yeah, let's circle back to that AR-15, CJ Stroud, Bryce Young. My take on that is Bryce Young will be the most polished. AR-15 has the most talent by far. He will take the most work, but he could. He has the potential to be the best. CJ Stroud is right in the middle. He has the second highest ceiling. He's the second most polished. He has the potential to be a Hall of Famer. In my opinion, I see CJ Stroud being really good in three to five years. I see Bryce Young being good in year one and succeeding this year in AR-15. If he lives up to his talent level, he could be the best. So
0: if you had to rank those three, one through three right now, go back through that for me right now. Who's one, who's two, who's three? I'm
2: going to go Bryce Young, one. Ar fifteen two, CJ Stroud three. Okay. Pre preseason preseason, yep. Not top twenty at the end of the year. Preseason, I'm taking I'm taking Bryce Young one.
0: Yeah, Cody, I want to hear about I want to hear what you how you rank these guys one through three real quick, um, and then I'll do mine and we'll kind of get off this segment here.
1: Um, Anthony Richardson one, E.J. Stroud two. And Bryce Young, three. I I just don't think that Carolina's got a as good of an offense as the other two. I, even the, I think Houston, even offensively, is better than Carolina, and that's that's saying a lot. Um, it, I mean, that's just how I feel. I think Anthony Richardson. I just am just such an upside guy. I've seen this guy run, take off for eighty yard runs, you know against LSU, uh SEC team, you know, break into the house and just look like the best athlete on the field. So it's just for upside alone and you guys said it perfectly. Uh Bryce Young's size. He's just super small and we've already yep. seen Tua have problems, you know, with battling concussions. I mean, this guy gets rolled up on, man. I mean, I don't I don't know. We'll see what happens with them. That offensive line's not that good. Yeah,
0: um, I. It looks like we all have different. So I, I have C.J. Stroud one, A.R. I have Anthony Richardson two, and I have Mister Puny Bryce Young at three.
1: That's um, <laughs> some faith man.
0: I, I think I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to say he's a bust, but I think he was the third. I think he's the, was the third best quarterback. um C.J. Stroud by far is the most poised. He's the best passer. Anthony Richardson is the best runner. And Bryce Young is I mean, Bryce Young was a stud. There's no doubt about it. Um, just his size coming into the NFL, he might get he might get broken in half, dude. I mean, he there's a very high chance um that, you know, uh, Levante David or someone Devin White, you know, dude runs a Devin four. White, he might get broken in half.
1: Dude, the Saints literally had a bounty out on Brett Favre. Like, they're still – they took out Chris Godwin's knee. They took yeah. away a Super Bowl from Tom Brady two years ago because they took yeah. out Godwin's knee. They got to play – they got to play New Orleans two times a year, okay? That defense is going to hurt that kid.
0: Yeah, and and nothing against DJ, or nothing against uh, Bryce Young. If you're watching Bryce, I'm sorry. Um, I just, I don't, I just don't see it. I don't see it. Unfortunately. I don't think he's as athletic as Kyler Murray. I, I just don't unfortunately see it for Bryce Young. He, their offensive line, Cody said it not great. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, that will end our segment enough about Bryce Young. Um, that's going to end our top 20 quarterbacks there. Um, we are going to break down the AFC West, We'll, we'll do this kind of quick. We'll still get into some stuff. Um, I'm I'm very curious to hear some. I, I want to see what you guys have. Um, I think this division is, um, it's been run by Kansas City, right? It's been run by Kansas City. The whole league's kind of been run by Kansas City the past few years. Um, we'll we'll start with Dom. Um, break down your your one through four here, um, and then we'll kind of we'll kind of ask questions thereafter.
2: So one's going to be the Chiefs, staying on the top. Two Chargers, three Broncos, four. Raiders.
1: Broncos, Raiders.
0: All right, Cody, let's get into your uh, top four real quick as well.
1: Yeah, I got Kansas City one. I got the Chargers at two. I got Vegas at three. And I got Denver still at four. I'm sorry, Sean Payton. Okay.
0: Um, so it looks like the two tops for you guys were the same. Vegas and Denver kind of flopped for both of you. Um, my list is obviously k c at the top. I have them going twelve and five. Um, I have the Denver Broncos finishing second at ten and seven, the l a Chargers at three finishing nine and eight, and the Vegas Raiders at four finishing seven and ten. And that may be a little that may be high. Um, we're gonna have to wait and see what happens with with Garoppolo. Um, but let's let's start with Kansas City, right? I think this is the easiest team to kind of break down, um, just because of what they have, right? So um, my first question is going to go to Cody, um, receiving core. You got Valdez, Scantling, you got Kadarius Tony, you got Sky Moore, and then obviously the debate of. Travis Kelsey, Rob Gronkowski, Tony Gonzalez. I mean, Kelsey's got to be considered one of the best tight ends of all time. Um, what do you see out of that receiving core? Who do you kind of see breaking out? Obviously, Travis Kelsey's the guy. Um, but out of Valdez, Gantling, Kadarius, Tony, Sky Moore, who's kind of that that number one go-to receiver this year for Patrick Mahomes?
1: Um, I think that the number one go-to receiver this year is... Depending on if he can behave and stay on the field, Kadarius Tony, I I think that we've seen it. I mean, every every single time he touches the ball, he could score. He's a Tyreek Hill prototype, sort of same kind of guy. Throw him the ball, little drag route up the middle. He's gonna he's gonna pick you up some big time chunks. So Kadarius Tony for sure but i if you weren't throwing travis kelsey in there i mean i considered him almost like a i consider him a wide receiver so obviously travis but it'd be kadarius out of those three yeah
0: now, and they got him for like a bag of chips, right? I mean, I, yeah. I
1: really could not believe that. I mean, that trade
0: last year was a low key a really they, good trade. They both, they, <laughs>
1: they both was just trying. What happened was, is he was just trying to hold the locker room, you know. Kadarius yeah. told me he's always had problems dating back to Florida whenever it comes down to drug tests and smoking marijuana and stuff like that. Like, he's always been that guy, you know, that's always had troubles to get on the field. If this guy yep. can get on the field, and he can stay on the field he can produce at any level yep didn't he, and, didn't he throw the shoe at the lsu defender no that was uh, cj henderson i believe cj henderson or marco wilson one of the wilson brothers um it was one of them that was the dumbest play ever man <laughs> yeah
0: i i i'm going to i'm going to ask dom here they didn't really do they didn't do much i'm looking at their roster now their defense got a little bit better um, do you think Casey kind of s- takes a step back a little bit or is just because Patrick Mahomes is there, are they just dominant?
2: They won't miss a beat. My big thing for them this year is they're going to have to have a wide receiver step up. Is it going to be Tony? Is it Valdez Scantling or is it their two young guys, Justin Ross or Rashid Rice, their draft pick from SMU? They're big. On I rushing. like, I like Justin Ross a lot. I like Rasheed Rice a lot. I think one succeeds, one fails. So. Yeah. I,
0: I think you got to watch out for Sky Moore this year, too, the way they used him last year. I think uh, he kind of reminds me, to be honest, he reminds me of a little Debo Samuel a little bit. They used him out of the backfield. Um, I think Sky Moore, watch out for him this year. I'm not going to put him on any you know fantasy teams of mine, but I think that is a guy that you do need to watch out for because of his explosiveness and how they use him. Um, I'm going to get into something real quick. Um, I'm not going to get into too deep because our running backs will be coming up soon. Um, Isaiah Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon, Clyde edwards helaire has kind of been pushed out completely. He's coming in as their third back. Um, I'm going to ask both of you here because this debate, I'm a little sick of hearing this debate because I don't think it's anywhere close. Mm-mm. Isaiah Pacheco or Jarek McKinnon, who do you got, Cody?
1: It's not even close, Isaiah Pacheco. Dom,
2: it's closer than you think. I like, I like the catching ability a lot of Jerick McKinnon, but if I had to go to a three-down back, I'd go Pacheco.
0: And uh, it seems like this has been happening over the past few weeks with Cody and I. I disagree again. I was hoping <laughs> you were saying I. I don't understand this debate at all, and especially if you're a fantasy football. Player or owner, and I know that wasn't the question, but Isaiah Pacheco to me is just like Jamal Williams. There's no catching upside whatsoever, and I cannot stand running backs like that unless your name is Derrick Henry. Um, I, I watched Isaiah Pacheco at Rutgers. I'm actually surprised he did have a pretty decent year last year, um, but because of how this Kansas City offense is, runs, I think you got to go McKinnon. I think you got to go McKinnon, especially I haven't looked at the running back ranking yet. I'm sure Pacheco is coming in higher than Jarek McKinnon. Um, and I'm sure Pacheco is going to get the starting nod, but I just think um, if you have to pick a running back out of this offense, I I'd go Jarek McKinnon all day. What he did last year was incredible. It seemed like he couldn't not score last year. It just seems like he was their guy in crunch time. It just seemed like he was making the big plays. So I'm a Jerick McKinnon fan. I obviously Pacheco's a probably a little bit better runner, but to me that's all he can do, right? I um, I do like the versatility of Jerick McKinnon. So it's it's not shocking to see Pacheco at 1 on the depth chart and McKinnon too, but I think uh I think a lot of Chiefs fan can attest to I think Jerick McKinnon is the running better running back over there. Um defense like I said and we'll get into the we'll get into the uh I think you both had the chargers at two. So we'll get into them right after this, but Kansas city chiefs defense is the same, pretty much the same. They had a few additions, but I think we all had the consensus, them finishing one um, Patrick Mahomes and the boys are, are going to stay on top over there in the AFC West. Um, both of you have the chargers at two. Um, I did have the Denver Broncos at two, um, but we'll go, we'll, we'll go into the chargers. Um, we'll start off with Dom with this question. Um I think the big question, right? Can they stay healthy? Can the Chargers stay healthy? If they do, what do you see happening? If they don't, what kind of collapse may will they have?
2: Well, they get rid of Brandon Staley, that's for sure. I think it's his this is make or break. He's on the hot seat. This is Super Bowl or bust, pretty much. That's the expectation. I think they're gonna succeed a lot it's they kind of have the same it's the close games for them right they go for it on fourth down and they don't have the success that the ravens might have i respect it i I like it a lot it's good for fantasy it gives you more opportunities but sometimes they just it's too much and we'll see i like them succeeding and i like them making a playoff run but it's going to come down to that. Can they win the tight ball games this year?
0: Yeah, I, and I think uh, I think that's going to be the question, right, is I think if they stay healthy, you said it best, I think they can be good. Um, but that's definitely we're going to wait and see. I'm going to move over to Cody for this question here. You got what – I mean, Herbert's got some weapons, man. He's got some weapons. Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Quentin Johnston. Um, and then you also have Gerald Everett, who had a really good year last year. Um, I mean, this offense is going to be very good, right? I mean, do you think it's going to be kind of on the offense this year for them, or do you think it's the defense is going to have to step up? The defense is getting better. Um, so wh- who do you kind of see as, like, the the main point for this Chargers team to be pretty good?
1: I see the um, – I know what you're going to get out of the running back. I think that the wide receiver trio is going to be the most important – and uh, they got a couple other guys, too, down low. Um, a guy that you just brought up, a rookie, Quentin Johnson. Uh, we watched him play at TCU. He played outside of the numbers. But he also played in the slot, though, too. They, they'd move him into the slot. He played a lot of slot with Max. Uh, with Max. And um, I'm really excited to see how they incorporate him in that office, offense, especially with Guyton your boy Guyton and then Palmer too, because they're solid fours. So they're going to have weapons. They're going to be able to spread the the field out like crazy. Um, And then just adding Quentin Johnson too. I feel like we talk about injuries a lot with this team, but something that I can look, um, you know, something that we can also look at is if they, if they do have a wide receiver one go out as in Mike Williams or Keenan Allen, Will Quentin be able to step up in that role and produce. And I think that what I've seen out of him at a Texas Christian University is that he can possibly be that guy. So it's going to that's going to be the main thing this year with that team is that wide receiver trio, those three guys. But even if one of Mike Williams or Keenan Allen, 1A, 1B, one of, if one of them gets hurt, I think Quentin Johnson could uh, possibly have a breakout campaign with them. Yeah, and let's not forget, I mean, you said Jalen Guyton.
0: I mean, Josh Palmer last year stepped up big time, big time. Man, those um, kids so are, those guys are good. You look at it and say, man, they may have too much depth, but I think it just goes back in that circle, right? Can they stay healthy? That's why they have all that depth, and that yeah. hurts them a little bit. You know, that does hurt them having that many decent receivers, especially around the roster. So we'll definitely see if that pans out. Justin Herbert, he's going to have to take a step up this year. Um, AFC West, man, it's a tough division, and that's mainly just because the Kansas City Chiefs are always at the top. Um, I'll bust into their defense real quick. I mean, Joey Bosa. Um, you obviously have Khalil Mack, Derwin James. Um, so you, Eric Kendricks, you have some big names over there on their defense. So it looks. Melvin like Ingram been- still there? Um, it doesn't look like it on my list here. Probably.
1: I think he got traded last year. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Melvin that's Ingram good. is
0: not there. But still, I mean, that defense has some big names. So they should uh, – we'll see kind of how that pans out for the Chargers this year. Um, we'll get into the three Denver Broncos. I think this team here um, has had the most attention this offseason. Uh, obviously, with the, with the Sean Payton addition, um, they do get Javante Williams back off injury. Um, I don't think a lot of people know this. They did get Samaje P. Ryan over from Cincinnati. Um, obviously Melvin Gordon has fallen off that team. So he's gone. Um, my first question here, um, I'll start with Cody. Um, we'll start with the receiving core again. Uh, Jerry, Judy, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick's back. Um, and then Greg Dolchich. I mean, pretty solid tight in there. Um, who do you think needs to step up out of that receiving core right now? I'm seeing Judy as the one um, do you yeah. think he kind of takes over that one, or do you think Courtland yeah. Sutton or Tim Patrick may take that spot?
1: Yeah, I think Jerry Judy needs to become that guy this year. It's This is Jerry Judy's make-or-break year to become that guy and really solidify himself as a real wide receiver one on this team. I don't think Courtland Sutton is a wide receiver one. I think he's a little bit just too slow. Um, I think Jerry Judy, I think Jerry Judy is, He's 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 good. He's good, but he needs to just take that next step this year. Yeah,
0: and I think um, I, I I love I like Jerry Judy a lot. He's explosive. Um, they do have guys like KJ Hamler. Um, Marquez Callaway is also another name that I think they got. So I think uh, I think Denver could be pretty good. And Sean Payton's not going to put up with the BS. That is yeah. for sure. So he's going to turn that team around. Dom, I do want to talk to you about Javante Williams. Obviously, he was a big, big piece last year before he went out. Um, what kind of year do you see him having? It's his backfield, right? Um, it, it does definitely looks like it if he's healthy. Samaje Ryan is an interesting pickup. Um, but what do you see from Javante Williams?
2: I hope he has a good year. The ACL thing always scares me coming back the next year. The running backs always struggle. But he's going to he'll do good. I think that I think the whole offense as a whole has to take a step up just from where they were last year. And Javante is going to take us, it'll go Jerry Judy for me and then Javante as one and two weapons for them this year. And if they have success, it'll be because Javante is running the ball well and he catches the ball out of the backfield too. So don't forget about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're, we're all big on those guys. I think pure runners, unless you're Derrick Henry, there's not really pure runners anymore. I mean, I guess you could say Dalvin Cook, kind of, but he catches the ball out of the backfield, too. So it's, it's really tough to find a pure runner. Um, so, yeah, I mean, those versatile running backs, they just last longer um, unless, like I said, you're Derrick Henry. Um, we'll move over. I mean, the offense is good. It looks really good on paper. They're deep. They're, they should be pretty strong. We'll see what Sean Payton can kind of do, um, you know, as the season gets started for the Broncos. The defense is always, just always seems to be pretty good. Um, they obviously, Pat Sertain, um, you got Justin Simmons over there, Frank Clark. Um, so you got some big name guys. Um, it just always seems like defensive wise, the Denver Broncos defense keeps them in game. So if that high powered offense, because it is high powered, you can't say it's not with those weapons. Um, if they can put up some points this year, um, I think that was the big problem last year, too. They just could not score. They could not score. Um, so a lot of that is going to be on Russell Wilson this year, for sure. Um, we will break down. Um, we are going to get into the Raiders here in a second. Do either of you guys have any comments about the Broncos? Anything to expect?
2: I want to, I want to hear your take on one, two, Seth. Is it Cortland Sutton one, or is it Jerry Judy?
0: Yeah, I think you got to go Jerry Judy. I just think... Potential-wise, ability-wise, it's Jerry Judy. Um, The guy can – he might be one of the – he might be the best vertical runner in the league, to be honest with you. He might be one of the best deep ball threats in the league. I think he's just – he's physical, right? He's He's a big body receiver. I would like to see him be a little bit more physical this year. Um, cause he can, he, you know, he can win jump balls. I want to see him be kind of more of a possession receiver rather than just a vertical threat guy. I think that's been his, you know, his problem, right? He just always seems to want to run the deep route. I want to see him run some, some of those possession routes, some curls, some slants, you know, I want to see a big body receiver like Jerry Judy. He's going to take some hits, right? I think that's that's wait. We're going to wait and see what happens there, but I want to see him kind of take over and be a more of a possession receiver rather than just kind of that deep ball threat. Cause I think he does have the body and potential to do. It. So I would definitely say Jerry Judy. Um, <clears throat> we'll, we'll get into the, the Vegas Raiders. Now. I think the big thing with this team, um, is, is Garoppolo going to be the guy there's obviously, we're still waiting to see what happens with everything. Um, but you want to talk about a team that's got some weapons, right? Josh Jacobs, what a year he had last year. Devontae Adams is back. Jacoby Myers was added this year from New England, so he's going to hop in maybe for their two, unless you know you consider Hunter, Hunter Renfro. Um, you have Austin Hooper, who also came over there. Um, and then they also got DeAndre Carter, Keelan Cole, so they have some depth there on the offense. Um, we'll start with Dom break down this receiving core. I mean, Devontae Adams is obviously the guy. Um, Jacoby Myers, Hunter Renfro, what kind of years do you think they need to have
2: for Vegas to be successful? They just need to fill the gap from Devontae Adams. I mean, they, it just can't be a cliff dive. Monte Adams is going to get his, he's going to get his catches, he's going to get his yards. Can they fill it? I mean, if they double cover Adams, who steps up? Is it going to be Renfro? Is it going to be Jac- Jacoby Myers? I mean, I wasn't too impressed what he did. Jacoby Myers with Mac Jones. Let's see. DeAndre Carter had a little ber- little breakout game here and there last year. Somebody's got to step up. Who's going to do it? I'd also like to point out the Michael Mayer. They spent a thirty-five overall pick this year from Notre Dame to get a tight end. They're high on him, obviously. We'll see how he. We'll see how he does. Yeah. Jimmy G loves his loves his tight ends. Jimmy G or Brian Hoyer. We'll see if Jimmy G can pass him uh, We'll see if he
0: can pass his physical. I do want to give Cody a shout out here. I believe they signed OJ Howard too. I think OJ Howard's over there as well. Um, he's just a blocker. I think that's. I think yeah. we all know that by now. There's not going to be any appeal there. But he's a um, bust. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he hasn't really done anything, so I you can't really say much about him. Cody, I do want to ask you, Josh Jacobs. What a heck of heck of a year last year that he had it's any repeat that any do that again. I mean, that's, if he's going to need to, I think for Vegas to compete in this division. Um, what do you see from Josh Jacobs this year?
1: Yeah. Well, I think that personally, I have him behind Derek Henry as one of the best peer runners. I mean, besides I know he catches the ball. I just think whenever he runs the ball, it looks so natural. He's so front heavy. Um, I think that he can average another hundred yards a game this year. Uh, And um, I think the sky's the limit for him. Uh, As long as he can stay healthy, keep those ankles, those toes, those knees in check, uh, the sky's the limit. Uh, They're going to have to rely on him heavily this year. I mean, regardless with Jimmy G starting or not, you know, Jimmy G is a big play action guy. They got to get the ball. They got to get the ball running first, and then that will open up the play action pass for him. Devontae would be open. Jacoby Myers would be open. So it, there's going to be a lot of that offense is going to be on the shoulders of Josh Jacobs this year. So.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think he definitely needs to have a pretty similar season. Like I said, you know, to last year, to, to be for Vegas, to be relevant. Um, it, now this scares me a little bit. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. If Vegas is bad, which they may be, they may be bad. Javante Adams. Is he gone? Does he leave? Because I, I, it doesn't seem like he likes it there too much. I mean, I'll be honest. It does seem like he's had problems ever since he's been there. Um, we'll start with Dom on this. I mean, do you, does Devontae Adams, is he prone to leave if, if Vegas has
1: a bad year?
2: He'll become a cowgirl. That's where I'll go. He'll get paid. it will be prime time. it will be in Jerry's world. But if they suck. He's not gonna deal with it. He's a star wide receiver. He's going to, he's chasing another ring. He's gonna to wanna to, he's gonna to wanna to win. And if they suck, he's gonna to wanna to get out of there. I think plain and simple. What, what
0: I'll and I'll I'll ask both this both of you this question. We'll go over to Cody. What team could you see at Devontae Adams going to if, if he does leave Vegas?
1: I I could see him rejoining his buddy in uh the in New York Jets. I could definitely see that. Little reunion.
0: And Dom, I think, had the Cowboys. I was going to say the Jets as well. I think I could definitely see that too. So um, he went Devontae there to play Allen. with this
1: boy. He went there to play with uh, Derek Carr, and look what they did to him last year. They didn't even let him finish the season out last year, man. Like, how disrespectful is that? With playoff implications still on the line, it just doesn't it makes no sense.
0: They they got a lot of problems over there in Vegas. They got a lot of front office problems. Um, it's who knows? I mean, they, they got the talent to be good. They're obviously in a tough division, but there's just too many problems. The defense is defense is going to be okay. Again. I think it's led by um, Max Crosby as a guy Chandler Jones is another guy that's over there. Um, they got some secondary help as well. I think it's all just going to depend. It does seem like the, the AFC West is if you, whoever has the best offense is going to win. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is going to put up points on whatever defense he plays against it does not matter. So the offense has to be good to compete against the Kansas City Chiefs. There's just no other way to beat to beat the Chiefs.
1: One more um, thing I wanted to say too before we leave the, the Vegas is shout out to the GOAT as well, Tom Brady on getting part stake ownership over there. So maybe he brings a winning culture over there. So rejoining his buddy Jimmy G who he was so mad that New England drafted got him booted out of there and now he's coming to take over baby think of how Jimmy G's feeling
0: (laughs) yeah I mean we'll see I mean Jimmy G it seems like he has a good team every year so he wins he wins he does he does his his, you know his record definitely shows that my last question of the night before we kind of end the podcast it did run over a little bit but um KC is probably a lock at one. I uh, think we do this every episode. Denver, LA, Raiders, Dom, we'll start with you. Who's got the most pressure to kind of perform? Um, and do you see any of those teams overtaking the Kansas City Chiefs at the top?
2: Absolutely not. Chiefs, Chiefs are stapled at one. The only thing I could see shaking out is the Chargers sliding down and those two sliding up. Broncos tear it up with Sean Payton. Chargers flop with the Chargers. And if Jimmy G can turn it around, then they beat him twice, and Chargers are in fourth. So, Chargers go to four, Broncos two, Raiders three. Cody? So,
1: big year this year for Justin Herbert. Contract year coming up. He's got to perform this year. I think that, I think as much as I want to keep Kansas City locked at one, I think Chargers could possibly be a 12 if not maybe 13 wins team it really just depends on their on staley as dom said, stated earlier um and that's that's the team that i have that can possibly move up i i my list is pretty set right now
0: Yep, and i i have the same as you guys i have la slipping the Chargers slipping i think that would be the team to slip down to four um i i i think denver I think Kansas City and Denver may be my locket one and two. I'll be completely honest. I, I think that Denver with Sean, I just don't see Sean Payton letting that team be bad. I don't see it. Um, So, I That's obviously, Denver, yeah, and I, I just see that the locket one, two. I think yeah. the Chargers and Raiders, I mean, the Raiders, I just think something bad's going to happen over there this year. I just, chemistry-wise, I don't think it's there. I know Jimmy G is a winner, but just the Raiders have so much going on. I just don't see them getting out of board, but I'd say the only movement that I see on my list would be the Chargers going down to four. Um, That does end it for me. I I don't know if you guys have any closing statements on the AFC West or the top 20 quarterbacks before we kind of end the episode. Um, Why you guys are thinking of that, Dom, as we did last week, if you can get some win projection totals for those four teams for me real quick. Um, I'm going to break down next week episode. We are going to have a special guest on Mr. Jonah Owenby, He's been ready for this one. So the AFC South and the NFC South, we're going to break down both divisions. We're not going to get into the running backs yet. So next week, we are just going to break down the AFC South and the NFC South. Um, we're, we're going to make everyone sit and wait on those running backs. Cause I know that's going to be a position that everybody's you know ready to hear about, but, uh, we'll break down maybe the, uh, not the two worst divisions in football, but two divisions that have some struggle. might be, might be two divisions that have some struggles. So hopefully we uh, don't lose too many viewers next week. Uh, but <laughs> we'll, we're gonna turn it. We're gonna turn it over to Dom with these win totals. Kind of see what we got there, um, and then we'll end our episode here.
2: So we got Broncos over under eight and a half wins, both minus one ten. We got the Kansas City Chiefs at. 11 and a half wins over is minus 140. Under 11 and a half wins is plus 120. We have the Chargers at nine and a half wins, both over and under is minus 110. And the Raiders are all the way down. We got seven and a half, seven and a half is plus 155 under five and a half is plus 175 over five and a half is 210 so it's like six and a half games they don't want to give you six and a half they jump from five and a half to seven and a half
0: it looks li- like so i like the under seven and a half i like under nine and a half on the charger you said eight and a half or nine and a half on the chargers
2: chargers are going to be nine and a half minus give me 110 the under.
0: i like the under there I like, I definitely like the over on Kansas City over 11 and a half games. I think that's a, but minus 140, I believe, is the line that you said. And I think you said Denver at eight and a half, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Eight and a half. Yeah.
2: Minus 110 yeah. both ways.
0: Yeah. I like the under for the Raiders and Chargers, and I like the overs for the Chiefs and Broncos. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but that's kind of where I stand.
1: I will take the if we were doing a future bet today. I will take a flyer on Vegas over seven and a half, just due to the fact that they have so many weapons and they could be okay if they could put it together. And then um, give me the Chargers. uh, What was that? Over eight and a half.
2: Uh, Chargers nine and a half, minus one ten.
1: Yeah, I, I'm right there on the brink. I. I'd have to take the over right now with where I
2: stand. I'm on my list. Um, yeah, so liking, I'd like I'd take the Broncos over eight and a half minus one ten.
1: Sean Payton just I just it's hard to see Sean Payton going eight and nine. You know? Yeah. It's I, like he I don't know.
0: I think if you uh, I think out of all those bets though I'm I I would take the even though it's a one forty line Chiefs over eleven and a half. Book it like that. Mr. Co- as Cody would yeah. say. Guaranteed, baby. Guaranteed. <laughs> so yeah. gentlemen, it's been fun. Um, we were we are back at it next week with our special guest, Mr. Jonah Owen hey, oh. South and NFC South. Until next time, though, thank you for tuning in. See you next time. Peace. <laughs> yeah.
1: Gentlemen, great job. <laughs>
0: that was a long, that was a long episode.
1: It's because of the 20 quarterbacks, that's why.